Good morning, good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the old Trailblazer broadcast. We're bringing you at this time a series of studies on Satan, the god of this world. And uh, we know that this is a controversial subject. Not many folks believe in Satan as a living reality, but uh, we have quite a few messages. We already looked at Satan himself, and we're looking today at Satan and his kingdom. That's where we are today, and we're looking there at uh, what the Lord has uh, shown us in his word. We're just taking God's word and showing you what the, what Satan, uh, his uh, organized kingdom, and we've come down this morning to this thought, who are Satan's subjects? If Satan has a kingdom, then he has subjects. That's right. If Satan is the head of a great kingdom, and he is, if Satan is the head of a great ruling force, and he is, then who are his subjects? Who are those who take orders from him? First, there are the fallen angels. Those who rebel with Satan and were cast out because of their rebellion, found that in Revelations 12, 4, 7, and 9. You remember the story there of when Satan rebelled, uh, pride was found in him, and he rose up, said he would be like the Lord. He brought down one-third of the, of the angels, the created angels. So they are fallen angels now. There's no redemption for them. Among these fallen angels associated with Satan were rulers and princes, which shows that many who followed Satan were among the majestic beings of the spirit world, and every one of them are set on destruction of the human soul by blaspheming the name of God before the human race. The only thing that God would have to do for this world to be plunged into utter chaos overnight is to withdraw his restraining power, the Holy Spirit, his restraining grace from the face of the earth, and one day he's going to do that. One day he's going to turn this world over to Satan and his spiritual force. And if you want to get some idea of what will happen, turn in your Bible, the sixth chapter of Revelation, and read down through the 19th chapter. Now, would you do that maybe before our next study? Read in God's Word. Turn there to the 6th chapter of Revelation and read your Bible down through the 19th chapter. Just read it slowly and carefully. And don't be, uh, don't, don't, don't have a preconceived idea. Just read it. Let it speak to yourself. If you have a good commentary, then you can put it alongside of your Bible. Then every demon spirit is under Satan's control. You find this truth brought out clearly in Ephesians 6.12. But against spiritual wickedness in high places, which literally mean host of wicked spirit. These demon spirits are spoken of throughout the New Testament as wicked spirits, unclean spirits, dumb spirits, and so forth. As to where these demon spirits came from, who they were, their origin, and so on, the Bible is not clear. But we do know that the earth is filled with demon spirits and that they are the disembodied spirits because they were always seeking a habitation in a human body or in that of a beast. We've often been asked the question, why do we not have demon manifestation today as it was in the day of Christ? And my answer is, wherever there is a demon possession, listen now, let me go back, wherever there is a, a deep Holy Spirit conviction that we always find and you will always find manifested there, uh, demon spirit under the control of Satan. These demon spirits are multitudinous in number, and they are at Satan's command to snatch away the seed of, of truth as it is preached to keep the sinner from hearing the truth. 
Now, I know, as I said in the beginning, I know that this, this, this message is not widely accepted across this nation. We have grown up a, a, a generation of preachers and pastors and elders and teachers who know nothing of the demon of spirits, who know nothing of Satan as a living reality. They, uh, they're, they're theological seminaries have uh, foo-fooed all of that like an old uh, wives' tale. That's right. Many of our theological uh, places of learning have turned their backs on the doctrine of Satan. They do. That's exactly right, my friend. They do. These, these demon spirits, they're there to stir up rebellion. You let the Lord begin to work here in our midst in, uh, at Radio Missions. Just like we have now, we the Lord laid it on our hearts to set aside a time every Saturday afternoon after lunch for our men to come together to pray and our women to come together to pray in a separate facility. And uh, you let the Lord begin to take hold of a heart here and one there. And old Satan goes on a rampage because his demons and his demons are always handy, and they will not allow if they can help it. And the Holy Spirit's work to go on. And we see in folks awaken to their lost condition, many who have been on a false profession for many years. Satan had them wrapped up in his lap and uh, fast asleep. And now the Holy Spirit has dug around that heart one more time, begin to probe those hearts. And Satan's in a rage, my friend. That's right. Satan's in a rage, and I'm happy. I'm glad he is because, you know, when Satan's raring and pitching and bucking, I know that the Holy Spirit of God is here in our midst doing his work and everything, doing everything to thwart, to getting out of the message, here to attack the pastor in his mind, to keep his mind from being clear, to attack our workers in their minds and their bodies, that they might not function as well, to get out the gospel. It seems like, it seems like, and I'm not sure whether he's able to do that or not, when we begin to get out God's message in the printed page, it seems like Satan even attacks our print and press and our collator to tear them up and stir them up, that we might have to spend expensive buy expensive repair parts and those things and I won't blame that on Satan my friend but listen listen when God begins to work in a midst in our midst why is it there's always Satan on a rage because he will not have it no his purpose is to stir up rebellion they know how to tri try to kill God's elect before they ever get saved, I tell my people here: Don't take any chances. Don't just be careful. Watch your step. Don't, don't, don't uh, give Satan an opportunity to. Uh, no, my friend, you think I'm being foolish? No, sir. Satan's always. They always try to kill God's elect before they ever get saved. They're there to hinder the awakened sinner from coming to Christ by sidetracking him with either a vision or a dream or fasting or giving them a religious experience or by confusing the individual vigil or holding the things of this world out in their lights like we mentioned in the past of all the allurements now the television is the most wicked dastardly trick of satan that he's ever been able to pull off they call this nation now we on the super highway yes we on the super highway to hell and the television is leading the way it's, it's shining the light for the super highway to be lighted up my friend that's right all the pornography and all of the, those are satan's manifestation they're subtle sure man by his depraved nature loves the the uh the things that we see now and hear now and folks see on television i don't have one i don't 
don't want one. But I see a little bit from being in someone's home when they have it on or seeing in the news what's what you know, in the paper, what show's coming on a certain time. And I see all the vulgarity and the XXX, all those rated things. And then I see her comments in the paper about the Hollywood movie stars being homosexuals and the directors and the, the uh, all of those. Listen, listen. That's Satan's trick, my friend. That's Satan's trick. Then they'll whisper to them, to an awakened sinner, oh, you sinned away, you dare grace. Do you know that's Satan whispering to you, my friend? You hear that message? You hear that Satan's whisper? Satan sits on my shoulder right here in this little control room every day that I come here to make these messages on tape. He sits here and say, Pastor, tone down the message now. Oh, he's a good old devil. He don't have a pitchfork and pointed ear and a long tail. No, he's got on a business suit. Hark, chapter, and marks, I would imagine. That's right. That's right. He's dressed up fit to kill. But listen, he sits here on my shoulder, that, that little, his spirit does, and tries to intimidate me, tries to, to, uh, uh, to, to get me to tone down the message so that you won't be disturbed. But my, my, my message, my commission is to stir up hearts. Do you ever hear, you ever read John the Baptist's uh, testimony or his, uh, where he was, uh, his uh, time in the Bible there as we read about it? He said, except ye repent. Ye shall all likewise perish. What else did he say? All that bunch of Pharisees and Sadducees and the high-ranking and high-muckety-muck Jews came down there to the river to be uh, baptized by John. What did he say? Oh, you generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? And he wasn't. He didn't bite his tongue. And I can't either, my friend. I have to call sin, sin. I have to call Satan's work, Satan's work. If Satan's working here in my midst, in our midst, I'm going to call his hand for it. I am. I'm going to alert our people to be on the awake, be on the alert for Satan because he's here. That's right. In trying to intimidate our young people, trying to get them to dress like the world, smell like the world, smoke like the world, uh, take dope like the world, have sex like the world, have un 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 unwed mothers like the world. That's what Satan, that's his, oh, and, and our folks play right into his hands. That's right because of the natural depravity. But here's one. There's one. And I'm warning you folks. I don't know if any of you young people are up in the morning early. Maybe you should get up and hear the old trailblazer, mother and daddy. Maybe you ought to get them up. Let them listen. They need to hear this warning message to flee from the wrath to come, that Satan is out on a rampage attempting to devour those. Listen, he says, Oh, you, you send away your day of grace. Oh, you're too big a sinner for God to save you. That's what he tells you. Or he'll try to make you believe you have to do some type of mission work, join some uh, group to go over to Africa, listen, listen, uh, so India, Asia, China, somewhere to do missionary work. No, let me tell you what the old trailblazer said one time. The uh, Some of the organized religionists were attempting to get him to cooperate in uh, mission work and send money to that uh, place every month. And he wrote them back and said there's enough missionary work in 10 blocks of the First Baptist Church of Algiers to last me the rest of my life. And it is, and it still is. That, that work is still here. Listen, listen, my friend. That's what Satan's trick is. They feel like they have to go pray all the time. That's because Satan influences their mind. You've got to go somewhere, get behind the barn and pray. They'll neglect their duties in the home, throwing their burden back on someone else under the supposition that they have to just get off and pray, and they must get along with God. All that is Satan's trick, my friend. Do you know the prayer you need to pray, my friend, if you're not saved? Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Lord, help. 
Lord, don't leave me. Lord, don't, don't, don't forsake me. Lord, save me. Did you know you could pray that prayer day in, day out, right there at your desk where you're sitting, right there at your sink, Mother, where you're making biscuits in the morning for your family? Pray that prayer. Lord, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. The old trailblazer said you'd save me. Lord, if I'd call on you. That's what the Bible says. Everyone who calleth on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And then in their prayer, and they'll seek a presence, that when that presence comes upon them, now these are who are led by Satan, mistaking that presence for the presence of God. They kneel there reveling in that presence. This is Satan's master trick through his demon spirit to keep poor, blinded, unsaved individuals from ever being awakened to the knowledge that, that they're not saved. Listen, Satan through his demon spirits will afflict individuals, cause their minds to be off balance. Have you seen those things? I have. Torment them. Look at the man in the tomb there. Give them a mania for some religious exercises. As we said, praying in this present day, leading a great multitude. That's right. And uh, all of those things, which is nothing short of Satan's work through his demon spirit. So every demon spirit is under his control. Would you just think with me this morning? Oh, I, I don't want to go too fast, and maybe I'm going too fast for you. I'll attempt to take a little more time in our next study as we come to the close of the old trailblazer this morning. I wish you'd listen. I wish you'd write, you'd call your friend across the uh, fence in the backyard and say, the old trailblazer's coming on. Would you turn into that old trailblazer? He's got a message for you. Did you know I have a message for you this morning? What is it? That you're a sinner and Christ died for sinners. You say, well, don't call me a sinner. I didn't. The Bible says, uh, he, the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Did you know you're going to die one day? And where are you going to spend eternity? Oh, wherever your eyes close in death, that's where eternity is going to hold you, my friend. There's no place out there where you can get better after, after you're dead. There's no purgatory. No, no place in God's word where it tells you. But listen, this is the old Trailblazer broadcast. I'm happy that you tuned in this morning. Uh, my heart's heavy for you. I wish you'd write me. Remember, my mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the old trailblazer, uh, coming across the ether waves this morning with a broken heart and a, and a contrite spirit praying for you. Remember, tune in next time. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to listen to the Radio Missions Internet radio station that presents the old Trailblazer broadcast, Voice of Truth broadcast, weekly sermons, and music 24 hours a day. For information and a link to listen, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. And be sure to join us again each Monday through Friday on this station for the old Trailblazer broadcast with Pastor Albert Pendarvis. 